With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Wednesday edition, it was a lively one. I mean, somebody got called out for auditing. Somebody else got called out for their favorite college football team. And somebody else got their ass sent home. We'll explain who that is coming up here later on in the show. Plus, we're going to talk about Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans. He is long gone. Why the move and what it means moving forward. We're also going to talk about the quarterback decision in Pittsburgh. Very interesting. It could mean the end of the Kenny Pickett era when it comes to the Steelers. We're also going to have a discussion about the Denver Broncos, who apparently think that you are an idiot. And we're going to have our midweek awards and the old P, Petros Papadega, stops by. It's all yours coming up next here. Two pros and a cup of joe on a Wednesday, Fox Sports. Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, hell yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app per usual. You can always, per usual, find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning, we appreciate it. We will be taking you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we will do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We are back. Full capacity, full throttle, full bottle. It would be a half bottle. It would be one bottle. Yeah. Two pros on one bottle. It would be a half bottle. Well, like yesterday, you know, we were you were dealing with travel issues, so we didn't have the full bottle. It was already hi, Brady. Hey guys, and um, um, yeah, yesterday was bottom. quite the uh, quite the day of travel. Let me tell you, tell us. Oh man, <laughs> um, well my flight got canceled initially from the night before, um, so I, I had to rebook, unfortunately, for an early morning flight, which that then ended up being delayed, and the trip ended up being longer. There was a series of storms coming through the uh, southeast, one of which <laughs> I felt bad because I was with our, our big noon crew, and Coach Meyer apparently landed in Atlanta during a tornado, and they couldn't deplane because there was a tornado warning around, so they kept them on the plane before they were able to finally get to the gate, get them, get them out of there, 
and then get them to a connecting flight. So it, it all ended up working out, but between the delays, the storms, tornadoes, all that, we're able to make you know, our, our, you know what we were there to do happen there in Dallas. But just even getting back last night, didn't, didn't get back till 2 a.m. Uh, that got extended a little bit too, mostly because the same string of storms coming through the southeast, up through the Midwest and the Northeast, which will make an impact, obviously, as, as it appears, I think, on this weekend's games. You think uh, travel's ever going to go back to what it used to be, or this is just going to be this whatever? Is, you mean smoking on planes? Well, I mean, I, look, Not I'll, that far back. I'd rather get somewhere on time without a connector and deal with cigarette smoke than have to deal with the crap that people deal with now in travel. <laughs> hey, speaking of cigarette smoke, you know you're on an old plane when you get on there and it still has an ashtray on the arm. It. <laughs> Your armrest has an ashtray. Like, uh, you, you know... <laughs> Is this is this really what we're doing today? <laughs> the, the, uh, Y'all really put us on a plane from from 1987. See uh, duct right. tape duct tape on the uh, armrest there and uh, <laughs> everything else to go along with it. I just wonder if it's ever going to go back to or did COVID and the you know the airline industry take such a hit that this is just what we're going to have to deal with moving forward. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I'll say this much though: like yesterday, going west was one of the most turbulent flights I'd ever been on. And it does, like, flying's an interesting thing because it makes you, like, rethink everything. Because you're in this position where you're in this confined space, you can't get out. <laughs> Depending you're on like, other factors to get you safely home. Right. And, and, I mean, you know, you'll see the pilot maybe get on the plane or getting, getting off the plane. You're like, oh, that guy was, that guy was flying <laughs> through. So, <laughs> oh, hmm. oh. Um, but there's also that, that element of like, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, like, do I want to be putting myself through this at this point? I have usually a moment like that probably, I don't know, maybe once a month, like as, as much as we have to travel uh, during big noon kickoff and all that. But, man, I'll tell you what, it, I'm not like against, you know, flying. Like I'm not scared to fly or anything like that because I do it enough. But I'll, I'll say this, man, it is, it is pretty nerve-wracking when you get yeah, like a pretty is. turbulent flight. When you hear people start calling out their, you know, hail, you know, hail Marys and everything else, they start praying and people start cussing and the babies are crying. And there's like a dueling baby cry. This one's trying to out cry the other one. Like it, it gets pretty frantic in there quick. Yeah, mm. it's a little bit, a little bit rough. But it's also a little bit rough for uh, Mike Rabel right about now, mm. uh, or He's maybe not, too. Uh, or maybe not because the decision was made. This one felt a little, a little off. And we started hearing some reports and rumblings that maybe there would be a move to move on from Mike Vrabel after this season with the Tennessee Titans. And so it was announced yesterday, Mike Vrabel is done after six seasons with the Tennessee Titans. 54 and 45 is his record, two and three in the postseason, but he was 13 and 21 the last two years, obviously dealing with the quarterback flux, injuries, things like that. It felt like it was maybe heading in this direction. And so yesterday, uh, Titans owner Amy Adams Strunk spoke via the Titans website about the decision to move on from Vrabel. It wasn't a last night or a month ago or whenever. It's just kind of been all season watching and it, it was difficult, but I thought it was time to make that change. A coach's contract, you can't trade them unless they're a willing partner to that trade. So, yes, we thought about it, but at the end of the day, with league rules the way they are, it would have maybe put us back three weeks. And, you know, honestly, to, to get the right 
head coach, I was just not willing to, to go to the back of the line and take a chance of missing out on someone we, we really wanted. And that's that. Oh, wow. She should have led off with what she finished with. Yeah. The problem <laughs> just is. Just get to the point. Doesn't maybe everyone potentially want your coach now? Yeah. <laughs> like, you just fired a guy that everyone's like, wait a second. Should we fire our guy to get that guy? Mm. You know? Like, that guy's the guy. We want that guy. But, mm. like, we're okay about our guy. We're not wild about him. But, you know? Yeah, he he does seem like one of those names to where if he's available, you start to reevaluate what you have going on. Because then it, yeah. it, it changes things. And, look, I know the last couple of years, and we've talked about it, ha- haven't been ideal for the Titans. But seemingly everybody loves that dude. Like like players love him. Like what he what he did there. There's obviously the connections to the Patriots. You know, if if they move on from Belichick, that would make a lot of sense. But he, if he wants to coach this year, he's going to move right to the top of everybody's list, right? I would assume. Like he's got to be one of the more attractive I, names out there. Yeah, he's up there, right? And, and I think if you compare, you know, him to maybe some other teams that have guys that you're like, all right, how do we feel with this guy going into 2024? I mean, I'd say if you're unsure now, like, just go rip the Band-Aid off. This is a – I would say one of the better classes of, you know, potential head coaching hires that are out there. If Rabel's available, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, just named three, you know, you want to go through the coordinators. I mean, obviously Raheem Morris has done a hell of a job with the Rams. He'd be in that part of the conversation. If Antonio Pierce – doesn't get the Raiders job, like he'd be part of that conversation. I'd, I'd have to bring him in and take a look at what he's done. Ben Johnson in Detroit. I mean, you've got some legit candidates now, and, and there's enough openings where, like, all these guys could find a home. But, you know, I, I, I look at it and just go, I, I wish they would have saw through. They had a bunch of injuries this year. I wish they would have given it one more year. I mean, you had a combination of a, a rookie again, Right, you have Malik Willis, you have Will Levis, both you've drafted now to kind of replace Ryan Tannehill. Like, give it a little more time, instead of basically saying like, all right, this year is just kind of a wash, and the way the last two years have looked, it's like, well, the last two years have been pretty banged up, and Derrick Henry didn't look quite the same this year besides the last game of the season. So, like, all those things factor into the results, and I think they're making a mistake in the long run. Like, I think they're going to regret that because they're going to interview candidates. Who, unless they get Bill Belichick, you know, maybe you could say Jim Harbaugh. But outside of those two, like, you're going to interview everyone who doesn't have the track record he has, and maybe it's going to be, uh, you know, not as good of a head coach when it's all said and done. Whatever the name will end up being, it's a name that she's already aware of that she wants. Like, and I. Again, I think she made that clear at the end. Like, the first part, she's pretty straightforward. I mean, I, I don't think there's any fluff. I, I actually, if you're going to make the mistake, make the mistake 100 miles and, and you know, and running. I mean, that's just how it works. And and so it sounds as though she said all that. What she should have said is, I say all this to say, we know who we want. We know the man that we want or woman. And whoever it is that we end up getting on this, this market it's who we wanted, and that's why we made the move now, which now makes it super, super curious and interesting to see who it is that they hire. And if that was the person that they wanted or, you know, them swinging for the fence by, by clearing out uh, 
clearing out Vrabel to to be able to bring that person in immediately, or if or if they end up having to to I don't know do we call it settle? I guess it would be you'd have to settle for for the the candidate that you know you had to take because you weren't able to get that first pick. But it sounds as though they have their eye on who it is that they'd like to have. And if that person is is that good, I, I'm curious to see what the name is. Who is that that was so good that you're like, yep, we're going to take and not take the time and and give it a little bit more time to see if Vrabel can pull this all together with these you know young quarterbacks and and what you have going on. They think they have found or think they know who it is that can make their organization better. Like we we had a hard time watching this. Like she said some descriptive things that I kind of felt like were, you know, if you if you really, you know, take a stab at it and you're you're a, a fan of Mike Vrabel and maybe tad bit offensive, you know, but it is what it is. They moved on and they're going to have to to live with the decision that they made. I just wonder how attractive that job is because if you look at that division, Jacksonville is a bit of a mess, and but there's a lot of talent there, and there it feels like okay, make some make some moves, make some changes, and you at least feel better about it. you've got your quarterback. You would think, and you you move forward, looking at it, going all right, we're going to compete in this division moving forward. Houston's got a quarterback, looks like a franchise quarterback, one of the better quarterbacks in the league, and Indianapolis was on the doorsteps of going to the playoffs with a backup quarterback. And then there's Tennessee. It ju- it just feels like this is a transitional phase to where it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I don't know how moving on from Mike Vrabel makes things even that palpable during in the meantime where you're trying to compete for that division title. Like I, I don't know, I don't know how that makes any sense. Mm. But it feels like they got a lot worse, uh, I, as you pointed out. So I felt like too last year where they brought in a new general manager. That's that's usually the sign of hey, if things don't turn around here this year. You know, we're most likely going to find a new head coach. And it is a Rand Carthon, I believe, is now is, yeah. is the general manager. Yeah. Like, typically, that's that's not how, you know, they'd like to pair those two together to work together moving forward. And that was probably the tea leave of, like, they're going to give this one more year. And depending on how this year goes, we'll ultimately determine what this is going to look like. So, I, you know, like I said, I don't think Mike Vrabel will be out in the open very often unless he wants to be. Like there, I think he'll have his pick of whatever he wants, and he'll have to factor that into it. And then look, I mean, dare I say, you know, if you're Ohio State, oh. are you looking at at Mike Vrabel now and saying, oh, mm. oh. because you know that's a, that's a, a staff that is undergoing a lot of change right now. You know, it looks like Ryan Day is going to you know hand over some play calling duties. There's going to be a new OC, and there, there's a lot of things going on there. Is that is that a spot where you look at it and go, man? If Vrabel's there, phew. but would would he even want to do that? I, I think most guys who are at the NFL level don't want any part of the college game with recruiting and NIL transfer portal. The like, no, unless he's going to be the head guy. Yeah, well, that's obviously what he'd be. But yeah. the, the the point is, is, I don't think he'd have any des- desire even then with the state of college football that it's at. Hmm. 
That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. So we are going to have the usuals coming up later on. We've got another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've also got the good, the bad, the ugly, our midweek awards. We're going to hand out the old P. Petrus Papadakis stops by. It's all yours here. A three-hour extravaganza on a Wednesday morning from the TireRack.com studios. But there was a move made in the NFL that could spell the end of one quarterback era in the league. We'll tell you who that is. That's next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you can see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Oh, it's just so good. <laughs> that doesn't happen often. Well, you know, you hear Lane Staley and you realize... Just gonna re- I was just going to say, man. What a bag of vomit we, we're given all the time in oh modern day music. Wow. Jeez. Like, you watch the Grammys and you go, this sucks. Allison Chains, though, another level. You know the difference between you and me is, What's Jonas? That? You watch the Grammys, so there's that. I see highlights. I, on I'm social a football media. guy. I'm watching yeah. all the all 22s. You know. Meanwhile, you're watching the Grammys. I see highlights like, on ah! social media. I mean, Lavar and I are texting each other about what's happening on the all 22s, preparing mm-hmm. for Wild Card Weekend, and you're over here just you know foofing around watching the Grammys. Listen, I'm trying to. Keep how were the Golden Globes, by the way? Did you I, enjoy? Well, I did not partake in the Golden Globes. Yes, you did. Okay. No, I did yeah, not. You did. No, I'm, yeah, not gonna, I'm not going to. Did you enjoy I'm not going to sit here and let you guys sl- slander my football name. Mm-hmm. That's the bag of vomit you like holding. Damn. Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going to try go. and toss out my credibility like that on oh, the air? How dare pause, you? Pause, huh? Oh, pause. Damn. Look at all those D's, huh? Damn right. Um, And uh, speaking of that, did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations apply. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Up top, Jonas. Brady Quinn. Give it to him. Give it to him. By the way, I went against my rule of of doing a – you know, a, a read out of the commercial break, but mm. it just felt appropriate there as it was okay. kind of thrown up. But why is that your uh, your go to there? Why can't you mix it up whenever you want? Uh, you got a little nervous. No, I just don't like. No, it's not that. There's no mm. nerves. Mm-hmm. Zero nerves ever. It's mm. what I do. You know, this is, nice. how, this is how I'm built, built different. But um, coming up 20 minutes from now, though, we could see some history in the NFL this weekend. 
real history in the NFL. So we'll get into the details on that for you again here from the TireRack.com studios. So the Pittsburgh Steelers made some decisions and some announcements ahead of their playoff game against the Buffalo Bills this weekend. TJ Watt is out, not surprising with the knee injury. That's a bad loss. And then the other move that mm. made some new noise and news yesterday, easy for me to say, is Mason Rudolph will get the start at quarterback, not Kenny Pickett. And here was Mike Tomlin explaining the decision. At the quarterback position, we'll stay with Mason Rudolph, uh, much like in the spirit of in which we worked a week ago. Uh, we're just simply staying with the hot hand and not disrupting uh, the apple cart. Uh, we've been in some tough circumstances. He's delivered. We've delivered. And so we will continue in that vein. Now, if you're Kenny Pickett, you starting to think about the future and what your options are? Because it does feel like uh, them them not starting him in a playoff game and must win games to get into the playoffs would tell me there's not a lot of confidence in Kenny Pickett as the guy. Yeah, they're, they're going to be looking for a quarterback in the future. They, they don't believe he's going to be the guy at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. that's all I'm reading into it, and, and I don't – I don't like this. I said it when they started him the last, you know, the last game. If Pickett's healthy enough to go and he wants to go and can go, because that's the one thing we don't know. We don't necessarily know about the health if he's 100% or not. But if he is and you're not playing him in these circumstances, it, the writing's on the wall. And I think this offseason they're, they're for sure going to bring someone in. And whether or not that person is going to have a leg up on Pickett, you know, that's yet to be seen. But – I would say as of right now, there, I mean, look, there is something to what Mike Tomlin's saying. He's been a winning coach his entire career in the NFL, so he knows better than I. But th- there's, there is something for not wanting to rock the boat or disturb something if your team has been on a roll lately. And I think he's very cognizant of that. So that's one element at play. But without T.J. Watt, Mason Rudolph starting, this team's a 10-point underdog in the road. Biggest spread of the wild card weekend. If Pickett starts, do you think that line changes at all? Uh, maybe a little bit. Maybe, like, uh, but I don't think significantly. I mean, let me ask you this, though. And, and not that I have a, you know, picks thing with Pete Prisco and it's coming down to the wire and oh, I need no. some help. But uh, where, where are you guys leaning on this one? What are you guys, what are you guys thinking? Buffalo. Laying the 10. Yeah. <sighs> Which is good know. news for whoever has Pittsburgh. So. I think it's going to be hard, a hard-fought game. And I think that Buffalo's going to have their hands full, but I think that not having T.J. Watt is the biggest de- deciding, determining factor here. Right. But I, I, I agree with you on the, the Kenny Pickett situation. Listen, there could be a, a a health medical issue that just isn't being, you know, all the way forthright with. Maybe he's just not ready. Uh, you know, the the whole conversation came up as to why uh, Mike Tomlin still had Kenny Pickett as the the number one number one quarterback on on the depth chart, and and you know I know he addressed it in terms of would you like me to change it or whatever, but he is naming a a player. He's naming Mason Rudolph the starter while not even having him number one on your depth chart, which seems a little contradicting. It, it seems a little misleading, but it also sounds like to me, you you still you still may have, you know, Kenny Pickett as your guy. He just isn't ready to go, which if that were the case, I don't know why you wouldn't announce that, why you wouldn't say it. 
you know, just to protect Kenny, uh, Kenny Pickett from what we're talking about right now, if that's the debate of if they're going to look for a quarterback into the, in, in the future, if Kenny Pickett isn't the guy that they have confidence in, you open yourself up to having that conversation if you're, you're not playing him and you're not starting him and this is the playoffs and it's the biggest game of your season. It just it seems strange. So you know, it doesn't seem very, very Mike Tomlin like to be obscure or, or not, you know, forthcoming with with that type of information, if that's what it is. A couple of years ago, the Rams were had a playoff game at Seattle and they made the decision to start John Walford and Jared Goff was the backup quarterback. He was healthy enough to be the backup, but he wasn't healthy enough to get the start. And what ended up happening is there was an injury and he had to play a majority of the game anyways. If Kenny Pickett's healthy enough to be the primary backup, but he's not getting the start, that would tell me, much like we learned with the Jared Goff situation, that they're out. Like Otherwise, he would get the opportunity. And I think at this point, you kind of know what Mason Rudolph is. Wouldn't you want the opportunity to see what Kenny Pickett can do in a playoff game in a difficult environment on the road? Like, to me, that would tell me a lot more about where he's at than just the assumption that, well, he's not the guy and we're just going to go with Mason Rudolph. That's why it's a little surprising. I mean, if you're if you're a significant underdog anyways, why not give him an opportunity? It's got some Zach Wilson to it almost like like why, why jerk him in and out of the lineup? If you don't, if you if he's not the guy, you move on. But don't you at least want to see him tested in these spots? I think the other thing I play is just don't you want to see him getting more games under Eddie Faulkner and Mike Sullivan calling plays? Yeah, I mean he he was improved. The entire offense has been improved since they let go of Matt Canada, and and now they're into the postseason. It's like well, okay, the, like last week, this week. To your point, like these are the moments that you want to see him compete and see what he's capable of doing. But there's also an element of like, well, let's see what we have in him. So is this something we're going to have to address in the draft next year? Is this something we're going to have to address in free agency? Because, again, it's, and it's no disrespect for Mason Rudolph, but he's not the long-term answer there. Mm. You know, he's, he's their backup, and he's been there as a backup. You know, it will yeah. now come down to are they going to look for a free agent? You know, is this a Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson type, depending on what happens with those two scenarios? Uh, or, or is it maybe a guy slides in the draft? But that was that was the route they went when they got Pickett and taking him in the back of the first round. So a lot of options are on the table. Maybe they're just living in this here and now and, and like as Mike Tomlin says, trying to bribe the momentum. But I also think there's a, a greater – I mean, of all the teams that are in the playoffs, I think you look at Pittsburgh, you probably look at maybe Tampa as like the two teams you're saying, eh, I don't know if many people are expecting them to win. I mean – Tampa's a home, a three-point dog at home, and then you've got you know Pittsburgh. That's a ten-point dog on the road. I, I would say like those are the two teams you're kind of looking at, saying, ah, "I'm not really sure how, how we feel about them." But probably Pittsburgh of anyone in the playoffs right now that you're feeling like least good about their matchup going in the wild card. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. People, people have been very critical of Mike Tomlin, and more specifically, or most specifically about the way the offense has played. And while it has improved, that still has been a point of emphasis in terms of do, you know, how should they be viewing Mike Tomlin as, as the guy? I wonder how much pressure this puts on Mike Tomlin 
and and what they do in this game against Baltimore. I mean, we know that he wins and he has a winning record every year, but there's also the conversation that, you know, has he hit the ceiling of of how he's winning and, and what does that look like once you get to the playoffs? You know, Mason Rudolph, he's saying, is the hot hand, and that's who he wants to keep the, the ball, you know, with and keep it in his hands. But if you had a franchise guy, you don't even have that debate. That's not even something that is a part of the conversation where you have this dual quarterback system and this is the guy that we're going with this week. I just wonder how much pressure or how much fallout there possibly would be if they don't play well, if if the quarterback doesn't look good in, in a game against a really, really – I mean, right now you got to believe or odds would say, you know, the Ravens are the team to beat. You know, it, it, it's a it's a divisional opponent. It's a divisional rival. If if you don't if you don't do well, I feel like playing Mason Rudolph in a way it does it does expose the fact that they they don't believe in Pickett because this is too big of a game for Mike Tomlin. Not not just like for this team, but this is this is too big of a game for Mike Tomlin in terms of, in my opinion, how he's looked at. And, and how you look at him moving forward um, as as the leader of this team. I don't think he's immune um, to that that type of judgment at this point. Yeah, it's uh, I, I don't understand the move um, unless there is just, hey, this is a referendum on Kenny Pickett and this is the way it's going to be. But I, to, to go with Mason Rudolph, who, by the way, I forgot to mention this, they showed him walking into the game last week in ball. I forgot how big Mason Rudolph is. He yeah. is a huge he's guy. Big. They showed yeah. him walking in with T.J. Watt. He's bigger than T.J. Watt. Yeah. I didn't know who it was. Well, I thought yeah. it was the offensive <laughs> line. <laughs> he was sitting on some guy's shoulders. He's like 6'6 like six, six or something. Yeah. And I watched that go, damn, okay. Like, uh, he's he's a big dude, but I don't. Uh, he's like 6'5", yeah. 235. Right? I, I, don't, I don't know if I just never. Because re- when I think of Mason Rudolph, right or wrong, I think of him getting hit over the head with a helmet. That's and, what I was just going to say. So, I mean, you don't remember that incident? I mean, it. I don't. I don't think he looked big in comparison to Miles Garrett. That time. Yeah, that yeah. might it, it might make more sense why Miles hit him with the helmet though. Right. Six five. Right, he's a big dude. Damn. But that's how big Miles Garrett is that he makes Mason Rudolph, who's a monster, look small. But he definitely yeah. made. Mason Everyone look kind small. of looks big to you though, Jonas. That's not true. I mean, when, that's not true. When you're stacked and jacked like I am, that's new. to the gills. Yeah, yeah, all the way. I'll say you. I don't know about stacked. I mean, you might be jacked for. You know, for a little guy. Oh, you know I'm yoked. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You mean, I'm just you saying, mean, like, uh, Jared, you might need that. a step stool <laughs> to get up there next to Mason Rudolph. <laughs> I probably would, actually. He's you know? a big dude. Yeah. Um, it is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox oh, we're, Sports we're Radio. Uh, right. I think so, uh, unless oh, you have any dang. other thoughts. Uh, where, but let me ask you, where does uh, Pete Prisco, where does he have Pittsburgh on his power rankings? I know you're a big fan of uh, Prisco's oh, power geez, rankings. Oh, jeez, I didn't even look. Yeah. You, can we have Lee effort this while we yeah. vamp to uh, <laughs> just find out where these uh, are? Also, to your point, Pittsburgh's the biggest long shot to win a Super Bowl in the postseason. So, yeah, there we go. One and I, I done, mean, baby. Look, again, I understand you want to win. That's, that's the objective, and you've had this momentum now. But there still has to be a, a longer-term vision of, like, if, if, if this guy's healthy, let's put him in there, let's play him. There's also the last thing I'll just say is he's got the ability to fix things with his legs on the road in the playoffs the way this offense has operated. They might need that. Like, there's times when I watch Pittsburgh, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, they're, they're going to need that. Like, they're, they're going to need that from their quarterback position because Mason Rudolph isn't giving them that. I'm not sure they'll be able to protect that well 
against the Buffalo Bills pass rush too. So I, I don't know. I, 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 I think this is one of those where if they're going to go down, why not go down with a guy that you invested a first-round pick in, see if he can help lead you to victory on the road, and if he can't, then it gives you a little more clarity going in the offseason of what that position looks like. But again, maybe they already have that answer. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. So we are going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It coming up here shortly. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, a man who is currently wearing a Mason Rudolph jersey, huh. the one and only hmm. Edmund Garcia. Uh, that you bought me, by That's the way. Right. Thank oh, you that's for right, that. Eddie. What a wow. great gift right. that was. Eddie, you're a Steeler fan. Discount, wreck. Uh, Eddie, you okay with uh, Mason Rudolph getting the start over Kenny P? I, or what? I am, yeah. Um, so you're done with Kenny P? No, no, but he hasn't played in weeks. He's coming off an injury. He hasn't been great this season, and the team's played well under Mason Rudolph. I think it would be kind of a slap in the face to all of the team uh, to – you know, not have Mason Rudolph stay out there because I think he gives him the best chance to win right now. Expectation levels heading into Buffalo. Oh, not very high. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping for just the worst weather in the world. And, uh, you know, Buffalo, a couple turnovers. Josh Allen turns it over a couple times. Exactly. Maybe we can get out of there with the the low-scoring win. But, no, not very high. Thanks, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And coming up next here from these TireRack.com studios, you could see some history in the NFL this weekend, and we'll tell you what it is right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 12 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Apparently, somebody in the NFL thinks you're an idiot. We've got the proof, again, a little over 12 minutes from now here on FSR. A reminder before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, though, that shortly after our show, our podcast will be going up. So if you've missed any of today's show, including earlier this hour, when you get exclusive details on how a three-time champion was stuck in a tornado... Be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the pod. Again, just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delap. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Jonas. Good morning, Brady. Good morning, LeVar. Good morning. Guys, in case you've missed the weather report for the uh, wildcard games this weekend, we might have some historic lows in Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, Weather Channel forecasting a high of 13 degrees, a low of negative 1 degrees with wind blowing between 10 and 20 miles per hour. If those do hold true that would be the coldest game at arrowhead stadium um and the coldest game ever played for the dolphins how about that that's gonna go well for miami huh fins to the left fins to the right my ass gotta deal with the elements now. hey brady now the coldest game they did ever play just happened to so be at arrowhead stadium a 10 degree game in which they won back in 2008 i mean brady you played games there oh my gosh how cold does it get you know i would actually argue that I don't know if there's another place that has the as big of swings in the weather as Kansas City. Chicago, no? I, I don't think it gets as hot there. Yeah. So, like, you might get as low, but I don't think it gets as hot as it does in KC. Like, you could play games in the mid-high 90s, maybe even triple digits, and you could also play in freezing temperatures. I, I don't know that Cleveland, Chicago, those two, I, off the top of my head, would get as hot or, you know, and, and then could get as cold as Casey. It was unique in that sense. I'll, I'll say that much because there were some there were some training camp days and stuff out there where you're like, this is ridiculously hot and humid. And then there would be some freezing with the wind, the way it whips through there. Oof. Mm. Were there ever games that you guys played in that, although you wanted to win, you were also thinking, 
Can we just get this over with and get Chicago, inside? Chicago, last game of the season. I forget what year it was. Just like I told you, and they had cold showers. <laughs> Man, we were freezing, and all you want after a freezing game is just to be warmed up by a shower. And they, I think they had the coldest, coldest showers. The coldest one I played in was the Thursday night game against the Steelers at home. And that, in 2009, I'm trying to go. I, Lee, see if you can look up the temperature of that one. Because that one, I know it was either it was either in the teens or like single digits. I feel like with windshield, though, it was it was freezing. You guys, and the wind was, you guys won that game, right? We did. But yeah. like the wind was so bad that it like you got off the bench and it made you feel like you didn't want to sit back down because they were the heated benches because you felt so good. It was like that even outside, like that difference in that warm bench. You're like, man, I don't want to have to keep battling this. Because then you'd just be like, man, I don't want to get off the bench right now. By the way, yeah. I, I remember that specifically because I bet on Cleveland in that game. I'm not even making this up. And I was watching it with a Steelers fan at Wild Wing Cafe in North Charleston, South Carolina. How about that? And you guys got it done, Brady Quinn. We did, but I still want to know what the temperature was, Lee. I'm sure the internet's playing Lee, what, right what now. Did like you say who it was? Right I'm, I apologize, Brady. Did, was this possibly December 2008 versus? Uh... No, it was 2009. <laughs> okay. Uh, LeVar, why am I a groupie? Well, that's why. I thought uh, oh, I you heard me. Sometimes I just slide things in there, you know, just see what works. Yeah, I heard you. Why am I a groupie? Because I, I, I bet on the brownies? Oh, you just sounded like a, a groupie just then. Damn. I, I, think I, I think I didn't wear sleeves, too. And, it, you know, it's like you're trying to be one of those tough guys. And that was what that was what I really should have checked myself in. Like, I'm a quarterback. Like, you're not ever going to be a tough guy and put some damn sleeves on. Like, it would have helped a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit, you know. Dang. Lee, we got an update on that? Oh, we'll get to it. We'll offer it. Yeah, Lee, we'll get it at some point. It, it is an internet issue. I do we'll, have it we'll, done. Well, it was, just, it was yes. really cold is, is what we <laughs> It was just, really cold. We'll it with. was. Here we go. Drum roll, ah! please. Come on. Where's the temp? Ah! Deserve it, please. Nope. Why is the temp not there? Yeah, it was December. It's December 10th. Um, oh. Yeah, it was December Why is 10th. everything there but the temperature? <laughs> I know. I see the capacity. I see uh, a whole bunch of stuff, but... Uh, I will yeah. get to it though. All right. Uh, what you else? The next one. Say? All right. Yeah, what else Here's the next. We will one. not get to it, Here. guys. Connor Stelling's got the hero treatment after that Michigan win in the national championship. Spotted at a Houston bar, local bar in Houston, getting buckets of beers from fans. Hmm. Buckets of beers. Buckets of beers. Yeah. Last time you guys got a bucket of beer. Nothing. Nothing better than a bucket of beer. You know, just five or six on ice. Don't have to go back to the bar, and you just sit and rip. Rip. That's how I do it. Sit and rip. I don't know about you guys. Oh, jeez. I just found it. 15 degrees. Ow. The wind was 25 miles per hour. Ow. Minus six wind chill. By the way, how's your (laughs) Wi-Fi better than ours? And you guys just had a tornado touchdown. Yeah, no big deal. Um, (laughs) I I don't know about that, but damn. I I, I do remember a feeling like it was the negatives. Uh, It's the wind chill that'll get you. Yeah. Oof, I gotta dude. find. I gotta find what the point spread was in that game. Since we're going back in time and looking at games from two, I just remember we could we could like literally the wind was so bad where we're mostly both teams only threw in one direction. So like half the game you were throwing, the other half you're like, oh, I should run the ball. Um, what was the question again? Thir- Thirteen to six, you won. <laughs> yeah. Trying to find the point spread. Okay, but what was what the was question? The question? What did you say? 
uh, I don't know. What, what have we got? Lee, uh, what, what else we got? What's story three? Guys, we've talked about that disappointing season for the Jacksonville Jaguars, finishing 9-8. and eight. Well, one fan was so disgruntled, she decided to drive her car into the practice facility front doors, <laughs> almost breaking them all the way through. That'll she solve it. accused of and, well, charged with uh, driving under the influence, five counts of DUI property damage, aggravated assault of a police officer, resisting arrest, and criminal mischief. Hey, Florida, hmm. baby. Yeah. Those, those are some passionate Jaguar fans. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know. It'd be better if they found out she was dead sober. And they're like, no, she's just a passionate fan who's very frustrated with uh, us. Did her horn on the car say, Duval? And by the way, is, is, uh, is that why uh, David Tepper threw a beer at him? He just thought they needed oh, another one? Or he no? was setting the tone. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.